Ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and doers, seekers of purpose and fulfillment, welcome to Passion on Purpose, the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you. I'm your host, Steph Hilfer, and I'm beyond thrilled you're here. Passion on Purpose features leaders, experts, and sometimes me on center stage. We put the spotlight on visionaries, entrepreneurs, leaders, experts, and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm, and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice, and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm, then let's dive in. I'm just going to wing it today. So off the cuff, I really want to riff a little bit on some of the takeaways and the things I've been learning in this past seven or eight months leading up to um, the big event on Saturday. And I'll fill everyone in if you're listening to this on the podcast. Um, If you're not in our community where I record the solo episodes, you may or may not know what event I'm talking about. So I will make sure to fill you in here shortly. Um, But I want to make sure I share some of the takeaways that I have been learning. And I want to share them with you so that you can benefit from them. I think whether or not you're, you know, aspiring to speak or not, I think there's a lot of things that I've learned that could be beneficial to you. And then also I have been teasing in the Facebook group. I have been teasing some big things coming and I am really excited that today I'm going to share as much as I possibly can uh, and give you guys some good, um, good meat to chew on. (laughs) Why did I say that? I'm going to give you just enough to get you excited um, and, and hopefully have you join us for that group program. So let's kick it off. I know we got Dave here. Hi, Dave. I see you. Um, Let's start with um, what is this event I speak of? So if you are listening on the podcast and you're not in our community and you want to be in on all the know, I tend to share really the most vulnerable and the most like early shares that I feel confident in doing is in the Facebook group. So that is the Vim and Vigor community. It's where I record these solo episodes so that I have my cheerleaders and I my amazing people and community in my world cheering me on when I record these. Um, It's also where I feel like I get to spoil the community a little bit, uh, share with them the offers I'm creating, have them weigh in on how these offers should be created so that they get the most value from it. Um, And so if you're listening and you're not a part of the community, please come join us. It's on Facebook in Facebook groups, um, the Vim and Vigor community. So join us there. Uh, In that group, I have been sharing about the Pacific Northwest Women's Network. Um, I had the pleasure of speaking to their members back in, I want to say it was either March or May. I can't remember. Let's break. Let's find the middle. We'll call it April. So I had the pleasure of speaking to their membership group back in April of 2023. And from that um, virtual speaking uh, membership, it was probably about 40, 40 women on on screen. Um, From that opportunity, the owner of PNW Women's Network had asked me if I wanted to speak for their live conference. Um, So their live conference is in person, and it happens every year in January. And um, they are a new network, so I think this is their third or fourth live. 
and uh, they've only grown every year. So this year, that's going to be in front of 250 women. And so when I had the opportunity to consider this opportunity, opportunity <laughs> when she uh you know presented this to me my first thought was okay that's that's this is big this is a lot of women this is a lot of influence that we get to make um but i did immediately say yes um i've done in-person speaking before uh definitely more like casual but you know a couple hundred people like that's been done before so i was able to confidently say even eight months ago yes like i'm in on it so um, from there, it has kind of, I'll be honest, it kind of just left my mind as like, oh, we're going to be doing that next year. And you just never think that that time is going to really come. And then what happens? Time flies by really fast. So here we are. Um, the event is in two days. And uh, some of the things that have been on my mind is I think now I could be a public speaker coach. <laughs> All right. I'm joking. I absolutely am not a public speaker coach speaker coach clearly right there but some of the things that I, I think you would naturally think that would be going through my mind is my presentation and running through it a hundred times and um and that's the first lesson that I have taken away from this that I want to instill on you is we oftentimes feel like an imposter like this whole term of imposter syndrome comes up all the time and um what I realize is that when you own your lane and when you know what it is you do and you believe in it so strongly that you can stand up in front of a room of however many men or women and just speak freely and confidently about it, even if it's two people, even if it's at a coffee shop and you're just geeking out to your best friend about what it is you do, there's very little preparation you do to just from your heart spill about the things that you do, right? And so, you know, my lesson here isn't necessarily about how to be a good public speaker, but I think it's a really good, it's a really good test to put yourself in to realize and help you have that self-realization that I really do know what I'm doing. I really do have passion for this work that I'm doing, these products I'm creating, these cupcakes I'm baking, this hair that I'm beautifying, right? Um, when you can sit back and kind of say, could I sit in front of or stand in front of 250 women? Put the nerves to the side. Put all that to the side. If you're like, yeah, I could speak from the heart and I could really share this message about what I do and why it matters and why it's going to benefit you and impact you, I think that's a really good testament that you're in the right place, that you are creating and building a heart-centric brand that you are tapping into the heart, the head, the gut of yourself and using that to fuel the work you're doing. Um, I've said it before, you know, you could be doing anything, right? Whoever's here listening. Oh, Erica's here. Hi, Erica. Um, you could be doing anything, but you're choosing to do what you're doing right now. Even if you're in the middle of transition, you're choosing to do that. And so the moment we can look introspectively, tap into that heart, tap into this head and gut, these centers that depth and purpose and high, um, tap into that. The moment you can do that, then potentially, and I, I understand like public speaking fears are a deep place, right? But the moment that you have this freedom to say, wow, this is just really heart, this is coming from my heart, then that's the first thing to overcome when it comes to 
sharing your message to the world, whether it's at one with one person at a coffee shop or in front of 2,000 people, 200,000 people, right? It's really just recognizing this matters. It's worth sharing. It's worth me tapping into why I'm doing this when I could be doing anything else. So I say all that to say, I keep re- reflecting. I, I do this self-reflection on, you know, gosh, shouldn't I be reviewing my slides? Should I stand up in front of a mirror and practice how my hands move? I keep thinking I'm not doing any of those things. Um, and again, I'm repeating myself here, but I think it's a testament to recognizing what you do has meaning and is impactful. So I, I implore you, and I really want you to think introspectively and look introspectively into that for yourself, because it'll help you show up better. And I know here in the community, and if you're listening to the show, you're likely entrepreneurs, you're act, likely career-driven, and so showing up is super important. Hey, Tanya, um, it's super important to show up, be authentic, and help move the needle on what it is you're doing. So that was the first takeaway that I wanted to share. Um, And then the second thing I wanted to take away was there are so many opportunities when you put yourself out there. So what is the, is it the law of attraction? I'm going to sound silly here because I can't remember exactly the term, but you know when you say like, oh, I never see red cars on the road. And then all of a sudden you start seeing red cars on the road everywhere, right? What you manifest is before you. And so last year when this opportunity came up, I was just wrapping up season one of the podcast. I had set out a goal to be doing more appearances and hosting my own show. Um, And then as that continued to come to fruition, I, I started really getting this bug to be in person more and to go do our discoveries with our clients in person. Fly me out. Get me in front of the leadership board. Let's do this in person um, and exchange that real energy that I personally was lacking and, and yearning for. And also that really benefits us as humans. Um, you know, I think there's a silly saying, I've said it before on the show, but that there's no room for emotions in business. And that's hogwash. That's bullshit. Because all business is, is a two-way or multi-way interaction and exchange between humans. And you can't remove the emotion from a human. And so therefore, that it just doesn't work. And so why I kind of went down that little tangent is when I started showing up, it was one thing. But then when I started reflecting internally on what I really want, I started showing up and putting that out there, right? So I started saying, I'm doing more speaking gigs. I started saying, hey, Mariah Carey is doing a tour, uh, doing her Christmas album. I want to see Mariah Carey, but she's only going to Chicago and New York and all these places that aren't here for me. So I put it out in the universe and I said, hey, if you know anyone in these cities, she's touring all these cities. Um, If you know anyone, if you know any businesses in these cities, please connect them with me. I'd love to talk with them. Give me a reason to get out there and show up that aligns with something that's important to me. And I know that's a silly example, and I'll be honest, no one took me up on it. But it taught me the scary lesson of just putting it out there and realizing, you know, if you want to do something, the more you put it out there, that law of attraction, those red cars that you swear you never see that now all of a sudden that's all you see, starts to come back. 
And so this year, uh, after this beautiful, amazing opportunity to speak at the PNW Women's Live, Women's Network Live event in two days, I should get that right, should roll off my tongue a little. It's a mouthful though. Um, I now have one other event this year, right, that I'm speaking in person, another conference in Salt Lake City in May. Um, and then I'm putting in a proposal for a speaking in person, an in-person speaking event in September uh, for here in Tacoma, local in Tacoma, large conference, probably would be the largest of all of them. And I'm just putting that energy into the world. So again, the takeaway I want you, you to take away is look internally, figure out what it is that you want and start putting that out there. If you put it out there, it will, it will be returned, right? Um, okay, what's my third? Like I said, I guys, I rolled right after a podcast right into this with you, and I try to keep these brief. Um, what's the other third takeaway? I will say I'm a I am a natural procrastinator, which does not it's not the most prideful thing <laughs> that I like to share as an entrepreneur. Um, but it has been one of those. Oh, hi Katrina, I see you're here. Uh, this week, ah, this is a good takeaway. This week has been a slammed packed week. On top of getting ready for being in front of these women, you know, what am I going to wear? What is the schedule? You know, do I have the shoes for the outfit? Blah, 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 blah. Um, The other thing I really want you all to take away is when you have opportunities, like a speaking event, being on a podcast, um, being on a TV show, whatever it is, don't isolate that event and think that that event alone is the opportunity, okay? And what I mean by that is, is it's, multi, it's multiple. There's multiple meanings behind this, but I'm gonna give you the ones for me, right? First of all, I've been building this beautiful community with you all here, right? Here on the podcast, here in the Facebook group. And so when it comes to, thank you, Katrina, when it comes to this opportunity, I recognize it's not just about the day and that room. It's about how do I take this opportunity and let it relive beyond the day, beyond the eight-hour conference, beyond my 40-minute speaking engagement, right? How do I give it life beyond that, right? So I think oftentimes we're running in business, and I know I'm guilty of this myself. We're running in business, and well, let's just say we go to a networking event. We meet seven cool people. We grab seven cool business cards. We put them in our bag, and then we get back to the next meeting, or we go to the next task we have to do, right? It's pretty normal. Seeing that opportunity as an isolated event is not serving you well. So the moment you recognize, okay, this room I'm going to be in is an opportunity to re, how do I reconnect with them after? What I always like to say is I want to, um, actually, let me just share from my sales days, right? I used to work in healthcare and, and essentially it was a marketing role, but it was really sales. And I would go and I would meet with different care, uh, care providers and different social workers. And I would, I would literally go the whole state, all the hospitals, skilled nursing, everything. And I would go and meet and connect with the people that, you know, could refer business to me. And so what I would always do is I would leave treats. I would leave goodies. I would leave some sort of thing that was memorable and unique to me. But that's an isolated event if I just leave it at that. You know, hey, Katrina, so nice to see you. Oh, I brought you this mocha. I hope you love it. I know it's your favorite, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I leave it at that. That's an isolated event. But the next time I reach out to Katrina, if I say, hey, Katrina, 
I hope you've had a great you know, rest of your week since I saw you. I hope you loved that mocha. Um, I loved that I got to give you a little bit of a treat. Now all of a sudden, this isolated event on this fictitious Monday when I brought Katrina a mocha, now it's later in the week. What am I doing? I'm getting her to rethink of me. And not just me texting her saying, hey, do you have any business for me? I'm getting her to rethink about this moment in time with me where I made her feel good. I made her feel special. I brought her something that mattered to her. I'm actually activating salivation glands. And I'm getting her thinking about, oh gosh, a mocha sounds really good and associating that with me. And so when you have opportunities in your business and in your life, my big takeaway and challenge for you is to not see it as an isolated event. How can I get the people that I have the opportunity to be around, whether it's one person or a room of 250, how do I get them to continue to want to be into my world, to give them value so that they want to be there, to get them to feel the same way they felt when that opportunity was there, right? My goal is when I stand in front of these women, I hope that they are energized. I hope that they see the power in what it is that they have before them and start to utilize it. And then my biggest thing is I hope that I have the opportunity to get them in those fields again. I hope that I have the opportunity not to just work with them, not to do business with them. Yes, of course, that's what we're all here for. And of course, I'd love to. I'd love to serve you in that way. But I know if I don't treat this, if I treat this event like an isolated event, I won't get that opportunity again. So when I say this week has been a whirlwind and it's been my, my procrastinated self is coming out in full form, I say that because we have been scrambling to get everything looking and acting and performing in the most connection-based way possible so that when anyone in this room, whether it's 250 of them all are like, dude, I need to go get in this Facebook group or, oh, stuff's amazing. I need to go be in her world, that that's easy, that it's consistent, right? And so um, I think that's my third takeaway from you is to really see the opportunities behind you, whether it's a sales meeting, whether it's a new offer you're creating, whatever new hire you're making, speaking gigs, don't see that one event as an isolated event. See what kind of like arms you can put off of it to continue to touch people and make that event have longer life. Bring them back to those feels that you created in those opportunities. Oh, Erica, you're welcome. I hope I'm glad that's resonating with you. Um, so those are my takeaways. I'm sure I could just sit here and ramble even more like takeaways, but as far as like, what I think, oh good, Katrina, thank you. What I think will most impact your businesses broadly, right? Knowing everyone's so different and unique in, in here um, and listeners as well. I hope that those three things really motivate you. And if you jumped in later, of course, this will be um, A, live in the group immediately. Um, and then if you, well, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you got the whole beginning. So if you jumped in late and you wanna catch the first couple things, go, go re-listen. So the other thing, the last thing that I wanted to share with you, which I've been so excited, and I don't think I can screen share. I always think I can do this, like it's Zoom, but it's not. When, are, when is Facebook gonna catch up and like let me screen share? Um, the group, the group program. Guys, I am just so excited. I have been working one-on-one -on -one with um, our, our full one-on-one -on -one discovery and development clients, you know, for the last 
going on six years with Vim, and it's been the biggest blessing. I love that one-on-one work, that deep work that we do. And then uh, the better part of last year, and I think even, I think we actually launched, launched the masterclass towards the tail end of 2022. And so we have so many graduates of the masterclass that I've been able to work on on that one-to-one level at a little bit of a a more self-paced plus me level. And that's been amazing. Um, And so I I finally was like, I need to do this and scale. The one-on-one I love, but community, having other people in your corner, connecting with more people who are going through the work, tapping into their heart, wanting to build a heart-centric brand, having the energy and the enthusiasm together to motivate, inspire, and keep you accountable is what I was yearning for. And so I was like, okay, we got to build this. We got to, we got to kick this off. We got to get it going. Um, and so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the real, the real, like how this came to be. I knew what I wanted the program to be structured. I was struggling to come up with a name. I will tell you, I don't, I don't love the names of my programs. This, the brand self-discovery masterclass works, but it's like not punchy. And so I was on a mission that this, this program was going to be punchy. I was like, I got to have a great name for this program. And so um, one weekend here in my local community at our cute little chalet theater, um, there was a cover band, a Motley Crue cover band. And uh, I'm not the biggest like hard rock girl, right? I grew up with Metallica and Tool and Pink Floyd. Like those were a lot of influences from my dad. But as soon as I got into my own car, like I'm 90s R&B all the way. So I'm not unfamiliar, but it wasn't my go-to. So I'm, I'm sitting here at this Motley Crue cover band and enjoying it, of course. And this song comes on and I just, I'm just like really into it and I'm loving it. And I don't think anything of it in the moment. But then about the next few days, I had this tune, the same tune in my head over and over and over again. And I couldn't remember the lyrics because I didn't really know the words. Um, but then I'm talking about my program and I'm thinking about what I want to name it. And I was just like, I just want to like kickstart people's heart. Like, I just want you to kickstart your heart. And I just started to kickstart my heart. Is that, is that a lyric? I was like, wait a minute, where is that from? So I turned to Google as I always do, true millennial. I turned to Google and what is kickstart my heart? Kickstart my heart is a Motley Crue song. And that tune that was just living in my head, that was, and I'm no good singer. Trust me, I won't do it for you. Um, was, it was kickstart my heart. So our program that I am launching exclusively to you all first, the first people who are going to even have the possibility to to dive into it, get on our wait list, get the information first, is the Kickstart My Heart Centric Brand. So if you are in my world, you clearly recognize the power of tapping into your heart. You clearly realize that community is key. And if you want to take it to the next level, if you want to kickstart your heart-centric brand, then the Kickstart My Heart-Centric Brand program is for you. Um, this is a four-week program. We're going to be kick. I'm going to give you guys some time to calendar out the dates and drop all that information to you. But we're going to be releasing the lessons. I'm going to have four different lessons for you all, breaking out our masterclass into small digestible bites, and you guys are going to be working independently on these different exercises. And then on Thursdays, we're gonna come together in a group format. And yes, if you can't make it, it'll be recorded. I'll make sure um, you can have your questions. You can drop your questions in and I will answer them if you can't make it, because I know some of us are moonlighting, right? We got our side hustles and our main gigs, so I get it. 
Um, so we'll, we'll drop those lessons. We'll come together for a group session where I will be there free to answer any and all questions. I will answer your specific questions. It does not have to be broad because we're in a community. You ask a very specific, what color should I do when I want this feeling? Okay, we'll talk about it. Um, I'm struggling to understand, you know, how I'm different or unique. How can you help me? I will answer it. So we'll do that for four weeks. You will have four lessons. By the end of those four weeks, you will have gone through the entire brand discovery workbook that I work my one-to-one -one clients through, right? And it's the same workbook that my masterclass graduates has gone through. And now my dog just came in. <laughs> and you will walk away with the same foundation that my one-to-one -one clients and that I want everyone to have when it comes to building their brand. So kickstart my heart. Centric Brand is launching January 29th. Um, so right now, if you go to the website, getvim.com, um, I'll put it somewhere in the link, but if you go to the website and you go to um, live programs, you will see Kickstart My Heart Centric Brand. There is a wait list, so feel free to drop your info there. And as soon as um, we're gonna be launching this at the event, again, making that opportunity not an isolated event, um, we're going to be launching this. And then on Monday, I will make sure that everyone who's on the wait list will be the first to get in on that, um, as well as I'm gonna drop some special bonuses and some special offers just for the, you all in the group and just for the PNW Women's Live, uh, the Women's Network Live audience before we release it publicly. Okay. So I really just want to make sure you all in my world who have been here, who are already doing the work and are already committed, get some of those initial offers, get in on the group, get in on the program. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. So go check out the website. We had a lot of fun with the promotional stuff. So um, you might have seen me teasing like the confetti bomb that went off in my living room. We had a ton of fun. We really wanted you to feel the kickstart, feel the energy, really tap into the heart. And uh, yeah, that's what we're here for. All right, this has been a little bit of a longer solo episode, but I think there was a lot of good meat and potatoes here for you all. I hope you're all as excited as I am. Thank you, Katrina, Tanya, Dave, Erica. Who else came on? I had lots of you coming on. Thank you for joining me live. If you're watching the replay, drop in the comments any questions you have, any you know cheerleading you all do for me. I love it. Thank you for keeping it going. And uh, yeah, this will be... I think we'll have one more solo episode before we wrap season three, or excuse me, wrap season two and start prepping for season three. So um, keep an ear out for that. Otherwise, have a good one. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information.